you really want to be that popular podcast, you really want to go viral. But at the end of the day, you're not going to have a good podcast if you don't have something that you stand for. And what we stand for is elevating more women because we have a different experience in entrepreneurship. And what are the things that we need support with in order to change that trajectory and become more equitable in success in business? And that's what my podcast is about. And that's what I have to focus on first and foremost is providing that platform to help women in that way. Welcome to another episode of Listeners to Leads, where I'm helping podcasters launch and maintain a lead generating show. I'm your host, Alicia Galati, the CEO and head podcast strategist behind Galati Media, a full service podcast management company. On this show, you'll hear my guests and I discuss everything it takes to launch a successful podcast and keep it running. If you're ready to get leads, land speaking gigs, and create deeper connections with your audience through your podcast, then this is the show for you. Today on the podcast, we have Casey Gromer. You'll know from this conversation, Casey and I are biz besties. So there's a lot of banter back and forth and knowing each other and understanding each other. And Casey is also one of our clients. Casey has had an incredible podcast that helps business owners. And today she's kind of talking through the content that she creates, how she's very strategic, about the segments of her show, as well as the guests that she has on. Join me in welcoming Casey Gromer to the podcast. Hello, Casey. I am so excited to have you on the show. If you could just start by telling everyone who you are, what you do, and about your podcast. Well, hello, Alicia. Just for all the listeners, Alicia and I know each other, so if we seem comfortable, it's because we are. I'm Casey Gromer. My podcast is Female Founders Breaking Boundaries, and I'm also a fractional integrator. And for those of you who don't know or recognize that term, I basically work with women business owners, and I come in and kind of run their business so they can step out of the day-to-day operations and really focus on the big picture things. So yeah, that's me in a nutshell. Love it. And you have a very, I mean, your podcast is over at this point. It'll be over 80 episodes. Incredible. Yay. Hoorah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> well, who would have thought I could talk so much? <laughs> <laughs> she can. Her solos are like 45 minutes long, guys. That's they are. They are. <laughs> you have an interesting style to your show and the format. We have an episode called How to Format Your Podcast. So if you guys are like, I don't know how to format my podcast, Go back and listen to that episode. We'll have it linked in the show notes. But you have an interesting format to yours. Can you just tell us a little bit about what it is and how you came to that decision in having those different segments of your show? So first of all, mine is a business-related podcast. And I don't know how many of you have listened to other business-related podcasts. Some of them are really good. And some of them are really boring and dry. And I personally am someone that needs to be entertained in order to keep my attention. And so when I was thinking about what it is as a business owner that would be interesting to hear about or keep people's attention, and also 
My business is called C Sweet Boutique, and the website is c-sweetboutique.com. If you go out there, you will notice that the podcast vision and mission is very directly linked to my business vision and mission. So the format of my show is to start out by lifting up a another woman in business, and we call that woman in the spotlight. And then we move into like a business-related topic for the day for our listeners. And then I will wrap up with what I call what's on my mind outside of business. The reason I chose this format is because all three of those things allow me to talk to listeners about things that are important to the vision and mission of my business, c-suiteboutique.com. And another reason we chose to do that is because we are lifting up other women. And so my Women in the Spotlight segment allows me to become aware of other women doing great things. And it also gives me an opportunity to possibly connect with those women because when I spotlight them on the podcast, we are also posting about them in our social media channels and tagging those women with our posts. And so it helps expand my network, not only to those other women, but the women that are following those other women. So that is really what drove the specific format of my show. Because who wants to listen to 45 minutes of straight business advice, right? Yeah, that definitely makes sense. And I do love the the strategy behind being able to connect with people by spotlighting them. And it's such an organic and easy way to do it without sliding in someone's DMs and being like, hey, I like you. You're cool. <laughs> Which is really creepy. Please don't do that. But if you spotlight them or mention them, tagging them in on social media, letting them know that you are talking about them, that your community is talking about them. I mean, everybody wants to feel good and that would make anyone feel good. So yeah, I love that strategy so much. You give so much information out in your content. How do you, I mean, over 80 episodes, how do you come up with your content in like planning it and deciding what it is that you're going to talk about? Well, the way we started out with our content is we have frameworks for the different ways that we work with clients. And so our content basically started out as walking people through those different frameworks. And the reason we're giving away all the content in the episode is because for two reasons. First, We want listeners to have the opportunity to do these things, implement these things on their own because having more successful business owners is our mission. So if working with us isn't in the cards, here's how you do it on your own. And the second reason is because we wanted to give potential clients an opportunity to see how we work and how we would add value in their business. So that's how we started out. And then you know, as we started running out of components of the framework, Some of the other ways that I come up with content are scenarios we come across with clients that we're working with. So issues or obstacles that they've experienced, we're like, oh, hey, we should talk about this. Or a lot of times I'm coming up with content from industry-related obstacles. And so we're always staying abreast of what's happening out in the business world and the business industry and thinking of content. And to be 100% transparent, 
I have a brain that never shuts off. And so I'll be driving down the road and be like, I should talk about that on the podcast. And I just whip out my phone, not while I'm driving, of course, unless I'm using voice to text, but uh, I'll just pull up my notes or wherever it is that I'm keeping ideas. And I have a laundry list of running ideas that I can just pop in whenever they come into my head. And as we're doing podcast episode planning, I can go through those and pick the ones that I think would be relevant and popular with our listeners at the time. Oh, so good. So pulling from different areas rather than just pulling from one. And like, you could have stopped after the framework and just had like a limited series or something like that. But you also are using your podcast to educate your audience, give them the information that they need. And so the framework is great. Yes, but they're going to need more. They're going to need things that are beyond just that. Right. And it allows you to, we have an episode called using your podcast content as supplemental content in your business. So when you have someone who is a new client and say they're struggling with a particular part of the framework, or maybe they're doing a course version, maybe one day you decide to do a course version of the framework, then you can use these podcast episodes as supplemental information for them of, hey, here's the step-by-step, here's how to kind of walk through it. And so I love that you have that kind of framework still built in there. Yeah. Oh, and actually, that's a good point. I mean, we actually do use the podcast that way. So I'm a service-based business. So when someone schedules a like a discovery call or a consultation with me before we've had a chance to meet, I actually have an automated sequence that goes out to them after they've scheduled the call. And I point them to a couple of different podcast episodes so that when they by the time they hop on the call, they already pretty much know a ton about me. So I don't have to waste my time on the call explaining all of those things when that information is already available. Yeah, I love that. Well, and another thing I forgot to mention is, so when we're done with the framework, another thing that we do sometimes do is go back through and take tiny little components of that framework and just expand band on it. And so there's a ton more content right there because every single episode we've recorded, we could probably turn into four more episodes. And so we're doing a lot of that right now as well. Yes. Love that so much. If you guys need help trying to like, this is what I call going deep instead of wider. We have an episode called going deep instead of wide with your podcast content. And that kind of helps walk you through, okay, I have this one episode where I talked about this, 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 and this. How do I break that up into future episodes? So definitely go check that out if you're struggling with that aspect of it. Your ending segment, before we move on to the social side and the you going viral, which is so cool on LinkedIn, your segment where you talk about what's on your mind outside of business. I love this because... It allows your audience to connect with you on a deeper level than just, I talk about business and business, business, business. <laughs> like, Is this yes. working? No, it's not working. <laughs> so like giving yourself a personality behind the voice, I think is so important. And like expressing, hey, I'm a person. These are things on my mind. Well, also those things that you talk about are not just random. They are very strategic with what is also going to be on the mind of your listeners. Yes. And that's how we, when I alluded at the beginning of our conversation about staying on brand, you know, one of the frameworks that I will talk about in the podcast, hint, hint, if you're in business, (laughs) go listen to it, 
is about your business strategy, which includes your vision, mission, and values. So a lot of what's on my mind outside of business is directly tied to the values that we have. So this is a way to express those values in a more relatable way. And that way I know if somebody's listened to my podcast and we hop on the phone together, they're going to know what I value and what's important to me. And they're either going to be okay with that or they're going to mirror that. So I know that we're going to be compatible in that way. So if you are a service provider and you've ever ended up working with somebody who has different values than you, it can go downhill really fast. So also, let's be honest, it's a creative outlet. You know what I mean? It's like a chance for... I don't blog, right? I just... I like to write, but it's so time-consuming. So this is just a chance for me to express myself in a way that connects with... I mean, serves multiple purposes. Mm -hmm. So that's one of my... I was hoping you were going to ask me about that because that's one of my favorite segments. I love it. And you know where... I mean, that content comes from stupid people doing stupid things. (laughs) And that's so fun, right? (laughs) Yeah. Before we uh, press record, I call it your segment of like, this is what I hate right now. (laughs) (laughs) That's not what it's called, guys. No. (laughs) But I think that also adds in like, like you were talking about, this is what I stand for. But it also creates almost like a polarization of if this isn't something that you're into, then like, I'm not going to attract you. And that's great, because I want to make sure that the people I am attracting are the right people for me. Right. And a lot of the things we talk about, if you listen, people will realize these are the things we're trying to change in the world, right? Like the work that we're doing is trying to change how we look at life, how we look at work, how we look at our relationships, and how we look at ourselves. And, you know, if we can get new perspectives on those things, you know, that's making progress is what I like to call it. Yes, for sure. You are very active on LinkedIn. I'm working on it. LinkedIn is like a whole beast and it drives me kind of crazy. (laughs) I'm working on it. But you've had some posts go pretty viral and a lot of engagement on LinkedIn. What has kind of been your strategy behind that as well as the content that you're putting on there that is allowing you to get seen like this? Well, I would like to pretend that I know what I'm doing on LinkedIn, but (laughs) for your listeners' sake, just know that I don't know what I'm doing on LinkedIn. But what I will tell you is what we've been experimenting with and Mm -hmm. what we're finding is working. So there's two components in our LinkedIn strategy. We have the podcast has its own business page on LinkedIn. So if you're on LinkedIn, you can go follow Female Founders Breaking Boundaries. And then I have my personal page. And that's that's two different things. So on my personal page, I'm still posting about my episodes. And when I'm posting about my episodes, I'm posting as me. And I'm a firm believer, if you're going to be on social media, it's a waste of money to outsource your personal social media posting because people see right through that. They want to have a conversation with you, the real you. They want to connect with you. And so I always post as myself from my personal account. So I'll post about episodes. Sometimes it creates conversations with people. And all the times it allows people to see what I'm talking about. So they kind of get a sense of where my area of expertise is. 
Now, the business page, the Female Founders Breaking Boundaries page, this is where, I mean, we still post about our episodes, but the content that really goes viral from that account, and I actually noticed this from some other different accounts, and we kind of borrowed the strategy, is when I post about other people on my Female Founders Breaking Boundaries page and we tag them, those posts go viral. So we're very strategic about who we put in our women in the spotlight or who we're interviewing. and. When they have an active LinkedIn following and we post about them and tag them in the post, we had a post just the other day get more than 10,000 views or something like that, which for LinkedIn for me is fantastic. And we had like 296 comments and, and it's still going. This was as of last week, it'd been out for four days. And so. Wow. Yeah. So that's one of the way, you know, it's not the only way, but we really take that into consideration when we, Think about what content we're putting out because two purposes, not only does it get us exposure, right? But that tells you that is important to people and they want to see more of that. So yeah. So it's it's data really, like just giving you information on how to do and be better. <laughs> oh, you're just speaking my love language. I know. <laughs> she said data. We're flirting right now. <laughs> You also have guests on your show. So when we were talking about your format of your show, we were talking specifically about the solo episodes, but you also have guests on and those don't have that specific format. And you're very strategic, like you said, about the guests that you have on your show. Where are you finding these guests and deciding on what you're going to talk about? What does that kind of look like for you? So I'll be honest, the majority of my guests, I seek out. So I have accepted pitches from other people very, very minimally. And either I know personally the guests that I'm inviting on the show because they have an expertise in an area that I know our listeners want to hear about. So I will reach out and ask them if they would be willing to be on the show. The other way is we do get pitches. And I will tell you, I probably decline at least 90 to 95% of the pitches that come in because the majority of those pitches, it's very clear they don't know what the show is about or what the purpose of the show is. And it's very important to me that we are putting out content that listeners want to hear. So the content that we really focus on with guests in my particular show is if you can teach or educate people about something or tell a story about something that people have questions about. And an example of that would be financing or selling a business, for example. There's very few people that are out there talking about that, especially to women business owners. And so we will seek out those guests or accept pitches from guests that want to talk about those things because I know listeners are wanting to hear about it and they tell me. So that's where we're really finding guests. And sometimes I will come up with a topic I want somebody else to talk about. And I don't know who they are. And I will like go on to LinkedIn or connect with my network and say, Hey, do you know somebody that can talk about this topic? And that's how I found a particular guest that's going to be coming up very soon. And I'm super excited to have her on because I had a conversation with her and she's brilliant. So yeah, that's how we're finding guests. Love it. As we've talked, it's very clear that your listeners are extremely important to you and yes. making sure that the content that you're producing aligns with them. 
I mean, obviously, this is like your business <laughs> in figuring this kind of thing out. But how would someone if they are maybe starting a podcast or let's just say starting a business, right? If they're struggling with trying to figure out, okay, who are those listeners? Where do I figure out that persona? You know, we're both in marketing. So like, lots of personas. <laughs> right? But how would someone go about kind of figuring that out? How did you figure it out and recommend people do so? Okay, so again, I'm going my I have a business blueprint segment on the podcast. I have one overall episode that says here's what the business blueprint is and then like the next 5 episodes are breaking down the components of that blueprint. Go listen to that because that's exactly how you're going to figure out who your guests are. So I walked my own business through that process. And some of the things we're thinking about is what problem are we solving? Who has that problem? And where are you going to find them? And then you just start listening about the questions they're asking or the complimentary services they're looking for or the struggles that they're having. And then you that's where you know this is the type of content. The other way you can do that is if you know who you want to work with, you can really customize your content to reach out to that particular audience. So in my podcast, for example, I could talk a lot about startup businesses, solopreneur businesses, because I know that there are a ton of listeners out there for that type of content. So I could build my podcast very quickly talking about things that I know are popular. However, Strategically, I'm looking more for a small, loyal listening audience. And so my content, while I know it's probably not viral, I also know that it's reaching a very specific audience where if you go out and look for other podcasts out there, I don't even know of maybe one or two other podcasts that are talking specifically to my particular audience, which is women in multi six-figure, seven-figure businesses who have teams and are looking to get out of the day-to-day -day and possibly even exit the business at some point. Yeah. And I think that's where people... I feel like I've been talking about this on a... Somebody just recorded me saying this and we're just going to put it in every episode. This is why it's so important to understand the goals of your podcast your goal is not to get hundreds of thousands of downloads because that does not equate to the impact that you want to make. And that is talking specifically to these women. Yep. It's so important. Alicia, when you and I started working together, we sat down and, and worked through the strategy of the podcast, right? And you were like, what is your goal here? I mean, obviously, my goal is to get business. If you have a podcast, most of us are looking to get something out of it. But if you look at the vision of my business, C-Suite Boutique, and the podcast, and I really had to do some soul searching here because it is so... You really want to be that popular podcast. You really want to go viral. But at the end of the day, you're not going to have a good podcast if you don't have something that you stand for. And what we stand for is elevating more women because we have a different experience in entrepreneurship. And what are the things that we need support with in order to change that trajectory and become more equitable in success in business? And that's what my podcast is about. And that's what I have to focus on first and foremost is providing 
that platform to help women in that way. Uh, so good. <laughs> I'm like, yes, just keep saying what I say all the time. <laughs> Maybe if somebody else, it's like my kids at home, if I tell them something, they ignore me. But if somebody else says it, they will listen. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, this has been such a great conversation, Casey. Where can people find you, hang out with you, and listen to your show? Obviously, I'm on LinkedIn. So you can go to LinkedIn and follow the Female Founders Breaking Boundaries page. Just search Casey Gromer in LinkedIn and connect with me. And social media is one of the things that I am kind of like, ranting about on the podcast a lot. And I mean, I'm on Instagram on a personal level. I'm on Facebook on a personal level. I don't do anything out there on a business level because my people aren't there. Mm -hmm. So find me on LinkedIn and visit the webpage c-sweetboutique.com and listen to the podcast, obviously. Duh. Perfect. And we will make sure that we have links for all of that in the show notes. So if anyone is looking to connect with you, they can definitely look there for those if they're driving or need reminders on where those are. Casey, this has been so good. Thank you so much for being on. Well, thank you for inviting me. And as always, it's super awesome to talk to you. <laughs> thank you so much for listening to this episode of Listeners to Leads. If you found something in this episode valuable, I would really appreciate it if you shared it with a friend who you know would also get value from it. Want to send me a message? My favorite place to hang out is Instagram. You can find me at alicia.galati. Let me know what your favorite takeaway was from the episode. And don't forget, turning those listeners into leads is actually easy.